Where am I going? Okay. Um, I think it's this way. This is her house. This is her house. Monica! I'm over here, Alex! Monica? Keep walking down the hallway. Oh, hey! Nice to see you. Hey! I'm so glad I got the right house. This is Creeping and Crafty. I'm Alex. And I'm Monica. Welcome, everybody. And once a week, or every other week, I walk across the lawn and invade Alex's haunted mansion. It's true. You see what she's crafting and whether she has a story for me. And some days she might come to my mansion and ask me. I do. I sometimes like to travel to your haunted mansion and talk to you about what you're crafting in these crazy crafting spooky times. Mm -hmm. So, Alex... You and I had the idea of smashing together our love of spooky, creepy, scary, bump in the night things with making things by hand. Yes, exactly. We both, I think, have an affinity for crafting, for doodling, for making stuff. Uh, And we also have a slightly dark sense of humor and interest in the macabre. So, Mm -hmm. naturally, let's talk uh, some spooky stories and what the hell we can make out of them. Yeah, so after each story, Alex and I will suggest a craft that we could make. Um, And some of them, if we're really into it, we could make it for real and then report back on how it went. And some of them might not uh, make it anywhere. I don't know yet. I might have ideas that are just plain illogical. Uh, I like to dream big. (laughs) Some of them end up unfeasible in the end. (laughs) Right. Or when you have ADD, sometimes you have the best of intentions of starting a craft project you bought the supplies for, and then you do it about five years later. (laughs) This will be uh, an excellent exercise for me in just getting shit done, just doing a thing, you know? Do it already, Alex. Just do it, Alex. We're going to make a cool thing. Mm-hmm. We'd like to see the cool thing. Yep. Um, so, my dear Alex. Tell me your scary story. Um, so, this scary story I got the idea for from a book called The International Directory of Haunted Places. Ghostly Abodes, Sacred Sites, and Other Supernatural Locations by Dennis William Hawk. And it has a very nifty neon green and black cover that is very spooky and shrouded in mist. And it's just very short descriptions of what haunting happened where and when. Neat. Um, But it's a good way to find a jumping off point for what to Google. Sadly, what I Googled, I didn't find much on. A couple blogs. um, And then I thought for sure there would be like an article on it because this is such a cool, weird thing that happened. 
Well, it's not cool because it's actually bad, but um, interesting. Not cool, but interesting. I'm here for the ride. So this is the story of Cross's haunted guitar. <gasps> Ooh. Ding, 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 ding. Well, that's a banjo, but that is a banjo. Oh yeah. Type of like a thing. Wah, wah, wah. Nope, that's you need a wah pedal. You know what? I'm not musical, but let's jump into this. <laughs> okay, you need to go back to the early '90s, all the way back. <laughs> um, David Cross was in a Canadian band based out of Ontario in the late '80s and early '90s. The band is called Sci-Fi Band. <laughs> Patrick Cross played electric guitar. Got it. He was in a music store in Ontario one day and was like, check out that Gibson Flying V. I love it. So he walked up and picked up this electric guitar and he said it produced a very faint tingling sensation and he really liked the guitar, like he felt attached to the guitar. So he didn't look at any others. He just touched it, held it, and was like, okay, I'll buy this one. No, no, my man. This, so, oh, no. They were hanging out in the music store, so he test gave it a test run. Right. And it sounded great. So he decided to buy it. And this was in 1995. I'm getting, I'm get, so I don't know the story. But I'm getting possession feelings. I'm getting mm-hmm. some like, mm, like perhaps this could be some kind of energy reaching out through mm. that guitar. Okay, sorry. Continue. Well, hold on to your butt, Alex, because I, this is crazy. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, the guitar was in good condition. It had only a slight crack in the neck from being dropped. Electric guitars get dropped. People in bands drink, take flying jumps off of stages. This happens. The crack is not a problem. Mm -hmm. Great. It says, and I don't know that he, if he found this out before or after he purchased it, Mm -hmm. whether he had to hunt down this information after what happened to him happened. Mm or if this was on a tag in the music store. But if this was a tag in the music store, it would say, this guitar survived a fire in a Michigan bar where everything was burned to the ground except the guitar, which had no burn marks on it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This blog is claiming that in that fire in Michigan, one of the band members died and they sold the guitar. Okay. But anyway, so Patrick Cross took this guitar home. Mm. Stuff was going fine with it. Um, He began hearing strange sounds coming from the closet where he stored the guitar. So he would hear noises, Mm -hmm. go open the closet door and the noises would stop and he would close the door and go about his business And later he would hear noises from the closet again. Okay, so at this point, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be freaked out. I'm probably going to move this guitar to somewhere else. See if the thing happens again. And if it does, 
going to test out the fire theory, try to burn it. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't work, just charter boat, middle of the ocean, rocks, bottom of the sea. Lay it down. The octopi can deal with whatever that is. I'm done. Send it down to Davy Jones' locker. Yeah, he can play it. Yep. Mm -hmm. For real. That's just my initial reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Most normal people would react to a vaguely supernatural guitar Mm -hmm. that way. They would freak out and get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Patrick Cross is not your average person. Mm. He apparently grew up seeing, hearing ghosts. Like it sounds Mm. like spiritual activity likes him Mm -hmm. and he likes it. So at this point, he wasn't necessarily freaked out. He was like, oh, cool. Maybe my guitar has a ghost in it. Mm -hmm. So he said that the sounds in the closet began sounding like two men arguing in Spanish about money. (gasps) Okay, never mind. I retract what I said before. I would totally eavesdrop on my guitar. (laughs) Um, He said... Weird things began happening around his apartment. Appliances would turn off and on. Mm-hmm. Um, their cat was watching something move around the apartment. Okay, to be fair, because we both own cats, we both own multiple cats, mm-hmm. too, to be precise. Um, cats just look at stuff. Like cats watch they stuff. They do, but I get the feeling that he's talking about like the cat would be interested in something mm-hmm. and then it would be panning its head to follow what it was interested in. Yeah. So- My cats are furlough and bits. And furlough, for the most part, if he's watching something, it's like a big bug that I can also track. Bits, on the other hand, will stare at something. She will follow things that I swear are invisible. She's like, so I think, I think it depends on the cat. I'm just out here throwing my scientific skeptic skepticism into the mix as I will do on this podcast, probably. For no, I, I will too <laughs> as well. <laughs> but it sounds like of your cats, Bits is the one that might see ghosts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, In addition to the appliances and the voices in the closet, Mm -hmm. um, the guitar chilled the air around it. It seems to have a three-foot radius bubble of cold around it, (laughs) which is kind of weird. So if you were playing this guitar, you'd get pretty cold. (laughs) I just just imagine some like 80s rocker guy with like a tape measure just like mm, do i mm, okay it's chilly here it's not cool co- Ooh, at about let's see it's about three feet. okay three feet i'm feeling warmer it's like tony could you come test this for me chilly not <laughs> tony. chilly really not chilly okay tony is it here tony okay awesome no go back i get to the week. sense that it was not cold to the touch but it would make the air right around. yeah that's what i think they're getting at yep yep um It also began messing with their performances. So the other band members started noticing there was something weird about this guitar. Okay. Um, It would cause power failures in their equipment when they were on stage. Not great if you're a band in the early 90s. (laughs) They um, also got strange voices coming from the amplifiers, which I would just scream and run at that point. That's terrifying. 
Yeah. Yes. And confirm. He said, on a number of occasions, fires started in the floodlights, which is just like spontaneous fires. Could be electrical fires, but why multiple times? That's pretty yeah. crazy. And this is my favorite. Okay. The guitar may have been fucking with the drummer. Okay. Because every time they did a one, two, three, four mm -hmm. to start playing for an yeah. audience, the cymbals would fall off of the drum kit. <laughs> <laughs> so one, two, three, four, three, four. Like, like the the most upset symbols are the most upsetting noise I, wow yeah. that's i just love the idea of like they've been introduced mm -hmm. they have that momentum the crowd is waiting right right <laughs> they count it off and then they have to stop everything and reset the drums <laughs> yeah oh okay so i so i like it on a practical joke level, because if I were a ghost that was haunting a guitar or any other piece of musical equipment that had the opportunity mm -hmm. to like just keep messing with a band that I was suddenly in like against my will, it's a it's a great prank. It's just it's very solid. I imagine, let's say there's two ghosts, because we had two voices, just both of them were like, okay, you ready? He's even counting us down. And a one, and a two, and a whoop, and then they just the like, symbols. flip. <laughs> oh, flip. That'd be like, better. Both of them on either side, both symbols just bing, and then off. I really down. hope now that it was like a flip into the air and down, because that would be pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Patrick also said that if he tried to play anything that was sort of up-tempo, the guitar would go out of tune. <laughs> like if it was in a happy key or yeah. like a song with positive lyrics, yeah. the guitar would be like, mm, no. And he'd have to stop and retune it. <laughs> it's, he said it seemed to prefer Songs with violent lyrics oh. in a minor key mm -hmm. and not happy at all. Okay, so, so far mm -hmm. we have disputes over money. We maybe have some beef about maybe some assets. Allocation before our death, who knows? Mm -hmm. And we also are either a practical joker or just you know want to ruin a very climactic point in the set and now we're also not happy <laughs> we're also a grumpy ghost <laughs> okay all right patrick says on one or two occasions the guitar had a burnt dead smell mm. which is just gross oh okay burnt smell is one thing burnt dead smell yeah. is uh revolting yeah scary <laughs> gross okay all right uh, he said that the guitar would give small shocks to people who touched it even when it wasn't plugged in mm. no okay <laughs> well, i don't uh, like it <laughs> uh patrick said he started photographing the guitar to see if he could catch anything Mm -hmm. And he said that in some of the photos, there were orbs 
and mists around the guitar, which is creepy. That is. Um, and then possibly the creepiest one, because you picture a waitress walking through a bar with a tray of drinks. Yep. It says, glasses would shatter if they were carried past the guitar. Yes. So okay. you can like, leave the guitar like behind you on a chair when you talk to somebody. Like you had to put it back away somewhere because if it was out with you, it would break glasses in a bar. <laughs> oh man, what a buzzkill. Like, I know. Like you're trying to have a good time. You just had a show. Yeah. Um, Patrick, I can also call him Cross. I just call it, started calling him by his first name for now. You know, Patrick, Pat. Familiar. You go way back. Um, Cross started having bad luck soon after he got the guitar. Mm -hmm. He promptly lost his job. He developed rashes and sores on his legs. All right. Um, his car engine often shot flames when he started the car. <laughs> okay. I would think that would be very concerning. Uh-huh. You might want to get that looked at. Yep. Um, and it said there was a fire in a bar in Ontario where the band was performing. There's no other information about like how big or how long it burned or if anyone was injured. Okay. It just says- Or if any other fire. guitars survived, yeah. for example. I'm going to take <laughs> there was a fire as it was something we put out and maybe we evacuated the building. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Patrick was very curious about his guitar. So he took it with him to a UFO ghost conference that he, I think, went to regularly. Okay. Okay. In May of 1999. So it sounds like he's had this guitar causing problems for four years mm -hmm. and he's just now seeking some help about what's going on. Mm. The conference is called X Zone Symposium <laughs> in St. Catharines, Ontario. Okay. I don't know if there's something that's still going on. It X might be. X Zone Symposium. Mm -hmm. You know what? While you're talking, I'm going to look it up. Awesome. Continue. Um, he said that psychics told him that they felt weird around the guitar. Um, there was a psychic or two that decided to help him get answers. Mm -hmm. This part I'm confused about because it says Eugenia Macer Story channeled the guitar. So I think in order to do that, she needs like someone else to ask it questions. Okay. But then they never mentioned the other woman's name again. <laughs> makes it sound like Eugenia was asking and answering, which I don't think makes sense. Okay. So let's just pretend that she's not channeling the guitar in this discussion. She's mm -hmm. asking the guitar questions and she's hearing the answers in its voice in her head. Okay. Let's say that that's what's happening. Also, can't find anything on X Zone Symposium hmm. in Ontario. So I don't know. Perhaps it is no longer running. Go figure. Perhaps defunct. Perhaps this is all an ur urban legend. I have no idea. I can't seem to find much evidence of this band. So. <laughs> 
I want to see photos. I want to see photos of this mist of these like orbs. I want to see the photos of the guitar. One I can show you that I think might just be like objects flying around a room. Mm -hmm. It's not clear from the image whether it's of the guitar or of something random. Like it might be a picture that's upside down. I can't tell. I need evidence. I need. So I'm showing this photo from the book to Alex in the camera. The photo itself is old and hard to see to begin with. So there's some sort of like cloudy mist rocketing off of a chair. Yeah. And I can't tell what it's throwing. I mean, yeah. It, meh, meh. I mean, it, it, it's also hard to see through Zoom, but yeah. it's very... Uh, it's very rocket ship-esque. It's like a room full of chairs, empty chairs. The object is moving, which means that the object itself is not in focus. So maybe yeah, that's why blurry. I can't tell you what it is. It kind of looks like it's throwing sparks, but that could also just be that I'm primed to think about sparks and about fire, fire from the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah. so. There seems to be a theme. Mm. <laughs> um, so... Eugenia and Patrick sat down for a discussion with this guitar. Um, I think Eugenia began things and the guitar piped up with, it did not wish to be on display, but wanted to cause evil and destruction to fly like a condor with large wings. And it called itself the eye of the condor. Oh, I see. Patrick says later he figured out that Eye of the Condor was a popular song in Mexico at the time. Okay. Okay. The guitar told Eugenia that it wanted to start fires and had started many fires. Okay. The guitar wanted Cross to swing it like an axe to kill people. Mm -hmm. And Cross said now and again when he was playing the guitar, Images would come to him of him doing that. <laughs> Did, okay. Oh, question. So the guitar's like, I am the condor. I am the eye of the condor. Hmm. There's no like human name. There's no like, you know, it's just some I don't think embodied... I can cross one. As we work through, I'll let you know if I find anything. Okay. Let's see. Um... Oh, he also dreamed about swinging the guitar like an axe and killing people. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, the guitar claimed to be spawned by the devil to do his bidding. Mm -hmm. And refers to itself as, I think, the son of the devil. <laughs> so I don't know which demon that makes it. <laughs> I don't know my Bible history. I Neither do I. I just am laughing at the idea. Like why not claim to be the devil himself? Why claim to be? <laughs> yeah, or that Satan would be like, you know what? I'm not going to put a person up there, down there, in there, in the realm of the living. I'm going guitar. Guitar well, of all things. Thing. Mm -hmm. If you possess an object that can possess people, it can out-survive the people, and it can be a multi-generational problem. Touche. Okay. Because this right. guitar is on at least its second guitarist. True. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> um, Eugenia inquired further, 
and decided that the guitar must have a voodoo hex placed on it, which was intended to bring luck and wealth to the owner. Mm -hmm. But the guitar told her <laughs> that the previous owners were killed because they were involved in drug business, drug selling. No. They had drug money. Uh-huh. So something went wrong over the drug money. That's drugs and rock and roll, man. The guitar um, told Eugenia about detuning itself for music mm -hmm. that was up-tempo, happy or good, because it never wished to do good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I shall never be happy. <laughs> Blah. I spread negativity and only negativity. <laughs> Sing me only the most melancholy of songs. More violence, please. Mm -hmm. um, the guitar then attempted to possess Eugenia. It told her it wanted to come into her body and kick out her soul. Uh, <laughs> like, very, like, gross and creepy. Oh, my God. So Eugenia said at that point, she put distance between herself and the guitar. She, like, physically got out of her chair. Yeah, I would, too. Thank you. Eugenia recommended that get the guitar be destroyed or re-blessed. <laughs> she then asked the guitar if it wanted to be blessed, which at this point, I think okay. I would have just left the room. Mm -hmm. You're just asking for it now. You're yeah. It on. Like, and even if I was on the guitar's side, which I'm not, mm -hmm. if you're like, hey, I want death and destruction and evil and I don't like happy up-tempo songs and then somebody's like, but how do you feel about being blessed? Like, I, I get it. I get it. I'd be like, are you even listening to me? Have you even, you know, why ask me questions if you're not going to listen to my answers? Like, I would, you know, I'd be a little peeved. Already threatened to possess her? Yeah. You don't want to get it to do that by asking if it wants to be blessed. Like, that's just a weird question. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for consent. You know, you want to ask a thing or a person before you just go ahead and bless them. But uh, yeah, I got the room. sense that like the point of this conversation was to learn about the guitar. I didn't mm -hmm. think it was going to turn around and immediately do an exorcism. Like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know why she's going this route. Yeah. So she asked if it wanted to be blessed and it responded with a lot of swearing and blasphemy. Mm -hmm. At that point, they ended I the would too. I mean, if I'm being Goodbye. <laughs> Mm. it's been fun but i can't be with this guitar anymore i just can't be with this guitar so it sounds like cross agreed that the guitar should be destroyed yeah next question mm -hmm. if you were going to destroy a guitar that might have the devil's son in it mm -hmm. would you do that in the daytime or at night okay first of all I would, I would, like, hash out this whole plan not while in the same room as the guitar. Yeah, yeah. like, don't talk like, about how you're going to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, like, number one thing, I think. Well, maybe I'm just imagining that this all happened in the same room. They were like, okay, can't talk to this guitar anymore. By the way, I think you should destroy it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, me too, me too. Guitar's sitting right there, like, 
Come on. Anyway. Uh, um, that's mistake number five at this point. It's true. Yeah, it's not one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but to your question, um, I – now, that's a tough one mm-hmm. because on the one hand – for my own sanity and protection, I'm going to say that day is a lot less creepy and so possibly safer. But the like witchy occult side of me is like, but at night, like the magic and the woo woo is stronger. So I could understand somebody being like, but it must happen at midnight or whatever. That's a good point because for his safety, I was curious about why he did it after dark, but apparently that maybe he was going the, we need more powerful magic route. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Patrick took it to a remote park, put it in a steel drum, encircled it with salt, doused it in lighter fluid and gasoline, said the Lord's Prayer three times Mm -hmm. and told the evil entity to go back to its source. Okay. He has not lit anything yet. Yeah. But also I question the whole fighting fire with fire thing, but okay, continue. Yeah. The entity did not agree that it should go back to its (laughs) source. He said that all of a sudden it was a still night uh-huh. The wind like kicked up around him. Mm. Scary. And a misty cloud rose up from inside the steel drum. How is he not screaming and running? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I don't understand. Oh, wow. Yeah. This was creeping me out last night as I was taking notes. I was like, can I get this done? Or do I need to do this in the daytime? Like, this is creeping me out. (laughs) Again, though, I would have noped so hard out of here. Like, we both would have noped in the music store. We would not. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Mm. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. So, the wind is blowing strong. There is a misty cloud rising from inside the steel drum. Cross now attempts to light the guitar on fire, but the fire keeps going out. He then looked around the park, found some sticks to jam into the steel drum, Mm -hmm. and added more gasoline. Wait, he's at a park? Where is he again? In a remote park. In a remote park. Which I think means he went somewhere where he wouldn't run into other people because he didn't want anybody to get hurt. Right. Is, I don't know what it says about me that in my brain when he said park again I was like does he have a permit like does he, did the authorities know that he's trying to light this demonically possessed guitar on fire do you have to note that in the notes section of the permit anyway go on. possibly yeah. I mean he could have just claimed he was roasting some hot dogs and it would have been yeah fun, but it's just, a, it's just a quick little demon barbecue you don't have to specify the fuel so <laughs> Okay, after he put in the wood and the more gasoline, it did eventually catch on fire. And at this point, a high-pitched shriek started coming from the guitar. <laughs> so scary. A shriek. It's now shrieking. Okay, so we've got, we've got mist, we've got clouds. We've we have got clouds, high winds. High winds and now shrieks. Okay. And now the guitar is shrieking, which is totally terrifying. fine. 
he's alone? It's just He's him? alone at okay. night. I okay. don't understand. Yeah. Okay. So it is on fire as this is happening. Mm-hmm. Cross tried to add more fire. Sorry, tried to add more gasoline, but he <laughs> splashed some on himself and his arm caught fire. Ooh. As he was trying to put out the fire on his arm, he dropped the can of gasoline. Oh, Patty. No. Oh, no, no, no. This is the one positive miracle in this whole thing. Okay. Somehow, the spilled gas did not catch, even okay. though he was burning a pyromaniac devil guitar. Somehow, okay. it didn't catch on the spilled gasoline. Sure. <laughs> And Cross was able to put out the fire on his clothes. <laughs> he said he watched it burn for an hour, mm-hmm. poured salt over the top of the charred, burnt-up guitar just to be sure, and okay. left. And just left? And just left. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> that, okay, of this entire story, that may have been the most irresponsible thing. Yeah. My man has done. Okay. I think in something else I read, it said he wrapped the case in a cloth, but then it didn't say what he did with it. I mean. As like a resolution thing? I don't know. <sighs> All right. Yeah. And it says that he felt a relief, sense of relief when he got home mm-hmm. and things went back to normal. Is like, holy really? moly. <laughs> oh my God. Where? What? Have there been expeditions to find this guitar, the the remains of this guitar? Like what? I have so many questions. What if it's still out there blowing in the wind in Ontario? (laughs) It doesn't say which town. It could be anywhere. Blowing in the wind or blowing the wind. Because we know that it had some kind of control over the wind. So, okay. My first reaction to this story is that... um, I believe that probably uh, drugs were a feature in uh, in this man's life story at some point. Um, he probably but... <laughs> starting early on if he grew up in the 60s and 70s. Oh, but wow, what a roller coaster of um, yeah, of poor decisions and creepiness, and just sticking with clearly a very troubled item. Yeah, through so many red flags, like, yeah, just kept using that guitar. Like, so scary. Wow. Well, I, I tell you what, mm-hmm. I will never look at a V-shaped guitar, electric guitar, ever again, uh, in the same way. Yeah, I am. Um, so I thought of a craft to go with it. Ooh, tell me. Yes, I kind of don't want the product. <laughs> Creeping me out this bad. Like, okay, so so creepy that I don't want to keep it if I make it. <laughs> so I'm going to now stand up and grab what I need. When the local AC Moore was closing, mm-hmm. they had stuff on super sale. Yeah. So apparently, in my grabbing everything, yeah, I bought an extra large size shirt. <gasps> okay. It's supposed to be charcoal gray, but actually looks like it's fading to olive green or something yeah it looks like it has notes of maybe some some earth earthy browns in there too yeah Mm -hmm. um and then so over top of this shirt diagonally Mm -hmm. 
I would like to make a template out of this here cardboard. Okay. Then I would make mix a bleach solution with water. So I need to go look that up again to see how much bleach and how much water. Mm -hmm. And then you can spray shirts with a bleach solution to yeah. get them to fade to different degrees. Yeah. So I would try to get at least three colors out of it. Okay. Um, and so the lightest part would have to be the centers of the flames. <laughs> so I was going to do flying V on fire. Oh, I see. Get the flying V on, on fire. So this is just a tip for everybody out there. If you have to make a stencil or something, the first question to ask yourself is, is any part of this symmetrical? In which case you can fold your paper in half and only draw it once. Like you don't have to make the sides match, they already match. Right. But basically I have a large white sheet of paper with half of a Gibson flying V on it. Yeah. I will need more paper to do the top mm -hmm. of the, the neck. neck of the guitar, mm -hmm. but I'll get there. <laughs> yeah. I love this idea. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be fun. I also need to make um, stencils for the different parts of fires coming out of it. And then I might possibly just do a quick spritz over the whole thing mm -hmm. to be sparks, which would be kind of cool. I, yeah, I was going to say if you were using just kind of a generic spray bottle that had like a mist setting versus like the stream, like the continuous mm -hmm. stream setting, um, the stream setting could actually be really helpful for if you're trying to like really saturate one area and you didn't want it to be, um, yeah, it could look kind of cool. But if you did the mm -hmm. mist, it could almost be a neat little like fading of the outside mm -hmm. to look like little teeny sparks. And actually when you, so when Monica showed me the photo from the book, which we will um, put up so that others can actually see this, mm -hmm. um, where can they find it, Alex? Well, they'll be able to find it on our Instagram um, or our Facebook page. So we'll post these. Uh, Monica, I'm also going to challenge you to post your finished product. <laughs> mm, to make me actually finish it. <laughs> One thing that I know that motivates me is a deadline or being held accountable by somebody else because... Mm -hmm. I will let myself down all day, but as soon as somebody else needs something from me, then uh, that is the kind of skills I need to uh, to get shit done. So. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes me do things is knowing that someone else is depending on me. <laughs> yep, yep, you and me both. But honestly, I think I'm more motivated by getting to show someone else something cool I made. Oh, yeah. So because I have plans to show it to you, I might mm -hmm. actually do it. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, that sounds awesome. And yeah, I can't wait to see it. I was just looking at, I was, I was watching ye old TikTok and I saw a video of somebody making like a bleach faded jean, like the bottom of the jeans they had done, but they had taped off areas. So I forget what they used for the tape, mm -hmm. but they sort of used tape as a stencil for that because it it was easier to like adhere to it. I don't know. I imagine you could use probably um, like blue painter's tape or something like that if you mm -hmm. wanted to get um, super crisp lines. 
that might that might work. I don't know how. I'll have to do a test on like a junk old rag t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. To get a sense of whether what I'm predicting will happen will happen, which is mm -hmm. because it's a cardboard stencil, yeah. any of the mist that I'm spraying that doesn't land on the shirt and hits mm -hmm. the cardboard is going to soak into the cardboard. Right. Yep. Rather than running down. Yeah, yeah. Assuming I don't go crazy spraying the same spot over and over again. Mm -hmm. So I'll test that to see if it works. And if it doesn't mm -hmm. work, then that's a good point about tape because that would be the next direction to go in. Right. And different bleach concentrations mm. too. I, would, I mean, knowing me, I would just go at it with like full strength bleach because I am uh, reckless. Uh -huh. And uh, often do things that uh, sometimes endanger my my bodily health. Um, so for those of you out there who don't know this, I also repair typewriters. And mm -hmm. I use some chemicals to do that to kind of degrease them. And when I'm using like denatured alcohol, I have it in a little, um, a little glass. Uh, and... There have been times where I have straight up put my coffee right next to the glass and then reached over to take a drink of cop coffee. And I caught myself like you don't you don't actually do it because it smells very strongly. But like I've I've had some not great. Um, so your nose warms you in time. Yeah. I mean, also my like the glass that I use is uh, textured on the outside. Oh, so okay. I can so feel it that different. it's different. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think um, our art professors would suggest that we never eat or drink near our art supplies. Oh, but yeah. then we all grow up and move into our own houses. And guess what we're doing, we professor? Do just that. Just yeah. that. Which is not technically safe. Nope. Don't yeah. do this at home, kids. Don't do it. Um, so, my dear Alex, mm -hmm. before we wrap up this one, yeah, I'm trying to remember the things we need to share with our listeners well monica mm -hmm. i would love for all of our listeners if they enjoyed this episode to rate review and subscribe um that definitely helps us mm -hmm. wherever you find us please just hit that like button maybe write a little review uh be honest let us know what would you like to hear is there a topic that you want us to cover just mm -hmm. Give us a little note. Let us know. Is there a type of crafting you want us to try out? Oh, yeah. Always mm -hmm. up for that. Do you, does your grandma have a ghost story that we could tell? Because we'd love to tell it. Oh, my goodness. Do you, yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, ghost town or spooky area that mm -hmm. you don't have the time to research, but you would love for us to just take like a little, maybe not even a deep dive, but like a, like a, a moderate, let us know. Yeah. We're happy to research that for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are there any haunted materials or crafts? That oh, wow. into? That's going like <laughs> almost two on the nose. I don't care. I'll put a hat on a hat. I'll do it. Okay. Oh, I know what I wanted to tell them. As far as the parameters on what we're talking about, I would say if it's creepy, scary, spooky, or goes bump in the night, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Like, oh, yeah. we're going to go there. Yeah. So 
it's a pretty wide definition of creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And if you have a weirdling, like I have Alex as my weirdling, mm-hmm. um, you could tell them about this podcast because if they're a little weird and a little macabre, they probably like it. Yeah, reach out to your fellow weirdlings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, I guess we'll see them all back here next week. Yeah. Awesome. Well, all right. Thanks for joining us. Creep it crafty, everybody. Creep it crafty. And scene. <laughs> and go. That was so much fun. I hate this.